0: Have felt the liberating, redeeming power of this book of books, and their changed lives have changed the world and the course of history. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar is your opportunity to hear this unique book, the entire Bible, every year. Now, here's the host
1: of The Bible Live, Soapy Dollar. And here we are. Thank you for being a part of the program with us tonight. In one sense, the most important part of this evening is this book right in front of me. That's what this program is all about. We all had to submit and subjugate ourselves to it. But in radio terms, we couldn't do much without you, the listeners. Thank you for making this hour a valuable time in your schedule. We never take it for granted when people would spend time with us, whether you're in the car, tooling across the city or South Texas, or in your home or peeling around the garage, taking care of some chores, some honeydews, or whatever you're doing that you would make time to spend with us and spend in the scriptures. We appreciate you more than I can possibly express tonight we're going to continue our way right on through these small books at the end of your new testament we are coming down to the end now of our bible live year we begin reading in the book of genesis every year around the first of november and we make our way through the entire bible we're so grateful for you the listeners those of you who pray for us who encourage me every time we get a chance to visit and speak around the city at different events So many of you have that word of encouragement and thanks for our being a part of helping to bring the scriptures to you on the airwaves across our city and across South Texas. We appreciate all of that support and your financial support. Those of you who are able and have caught the vision of making the Bible Live a part of your missions giving, part of your commitment to helping to impact our world for the cause of Christ, you have agreed with me that, well, it's among the most important things we could do is put the Bible itself on the airwaves. Every prayer, every dime that's given is precious to the Lord, and I'm so grateful that God has called many of you to be a part of the program with us. Suzanne and I could not do all of that. We simply don't have those kind of resources, but many of us working and giving together can make it happen. Thank you very much. Well, before I tell you about Second Peter, that's where we'll be tonight, let's go into our Wisdom and Worship segment, Proverbs chapter 29, the first half of that chapter here on The Bible Live. Proverbs 29, 1-14 Whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be broken beyond repair. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But if he hangs around with prostitutes, his wealth is wasted. A just king gives stability to his nation. But one who demands bribes destroys it. TO FLATTER PEOPLE IS TO LAY A TRAP FOR THEIR FEET. EVIL PEOPLE ARE TRAPPED BY SIN, BUT THE RIGHTEOUS ESCAPE, SHOUTING FOR JOY. THE GODLY KNOW THE RIGHTS OF THE POOR, THE WICKED DON'T CARE TO KNOW. MOCKERS CAN GET A WHOLE TOWN AGITATED, BUT THOSE WHO ARE WISE WILL CALM ANGER. IF A WISE PERSON TAKES A FOOL TO COURT, THERE WILL BE RANTING AND RIDICULE, BUT NO SATISFACTION. The bloodthirsty hate the honest, but the upright seek out the honest. A fool gives full vent to anger, but a wise person quietly holds it back. If a ruler honors liars, all his advisers will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. A king who is fair to the poor will have a long reign. End of reading Proverbs 29, 1-14 we stand and lift up our hands for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship him now. How great, how awesome is he. You're listening to the Bible live with Soapy Dollar. We read first Peter all at one sitting a message of encouragement for those who are suffering for those who are persecuted by the Roman authorities by the Jewish authorities and also ostracized from families because of their faith and now in light of his approaching death as he is older now Peter writes again to the believers scattered across the empire warning them about false teachers and then we'll go right on into the book of first John where the older apostle John also writes a book of encouragement the bible life 2 Peter 1.1-1 John 3.6 2 Peter 1 This letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to all of you who share the same precious faith we have. Faith given to us by Jesus Christ, our God and Savior, who makes us right with God. May God bless you with His special favor and wonderful peace as you come to know Jesus, our God and Lord, better and better. As we know Jesus better, His divine power gives us everything we need for living a godly life. He has called us to receive His own glory and goodness. And by that same mighty power, He has given us all of His rich and wonderful promises. He has promised that you will escape the decadence all around you caused by evil desires and that you will share in His divine nature. So make every effort to apply the benefits of these promises to your life. Then your faith will produce a life of moral excellence. A life of moral excellence leads to knowing God better. Knowing God leads to self-control. Self-control leads to patient endurance, and patient endurance leads to godliness. Godliness leads to love for other Christians, and finally you will grow to have genuine love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more you will become productive and useful in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop these virtues are blind, or at least very short-sighted. They have already forgotten that God has cleansed them from their old life of sin. So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Doing this, you will never stumble or fall away, and God will open wide the gates of heaven for you to enter into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I plan to keep on reminding you of these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth. Yes, I believe I should keep on reminding you of these things as long as I live. But the Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that my days here on earth are numbered, and I am soon to die. So I will work hard to make these things clear to you. I want you to remember them long after I am gone. For we were not making up clever stories when we told you about the power of our Lord Jesus Christ and His coming again. We have seen his majestic splendor with our own eyes. And he received honor and glory from God the Father when God's glorious majestic voice called down from heaven. This is my beloved Son. I am fully pleased with him. We ourselves heard the voice when we were there with him on the holy mountain. Because of that, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. Pay close attention to what they wrote, for their words are like a light shining in a dark place. Until the day Christ appears and his brilliant light shines in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy in scripture ever came from the prophets themselves or because they wanted to prophesy. It was the Holy Spirit who moved the prophets to speak from God.
0: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: Second Peter 2 But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach their destructive heresies about God, and even turn against their master who bought them. Theirs will be a swift and terrible end. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality, and because of them Christ and his true way will be slandered. In their greed they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago, and their destruction is on the way. For God did not spare even the angels when they sinned, He threw them into hell, in gloomy caves and darkness until the judgment day. And God did not spare the ancient world, except for Noah and his family of seven. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. Then God destroyed the whole world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later he turned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into heaps of ashes, and swept them off the face of the earth. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But at the same time God rescued Lot out of Sodom, because he was a good man who was sick of all the immorality and wickedness around him. Yes, he was a righteous man who was distressed by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while punishing the wicked right up until the day of judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own evil, lustful desires and who despise authority these people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at the glorious ones without so much as trembling. But the angels, even though they are far greater in power and strength than these false teachers, never speak out disrespectfully against the glorious ones. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct who are born to be caught and killed. They laugh at the terrifying powers they know so little about, and they will be destroyed along with them. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They revel in deceitfulness while they feast with you. They commit adultery with their eyes, and their lust is never satisfied. They make a game of luring unstable people into sin. They train themselves to be greedy. They are doomed and cursed. They have wandered off the right road, and followed the way of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried-up springs of water, or as clouds blown away by the wind, promising much and delivering nothing. They are doomed to blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty, foolish boasting with lustful desire as their bait, they lure back into sin those who have just escaped from such wicked living. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves to sin and corruption, for you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wicked ways of the world by learning about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up with sin and become its slave again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the right way to live than to know it and then reject the holy commandments that were given to them. They make these proverbs come true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a washed pig returns to the mud.
0: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: 2 Peter 3 This is my second letter to you, dear friends, and in both of them I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory i want you to remember and understand what the holy prophets said long ago and what our lord and saviour commanded through your apostles first i want to remind you that in the last days there will be scoffers who will laugh at the truth and do every evil thing they desire this will be their argument jesus promised to come back did he then where is he why as far back as anyone can remember everything has remained exactly the same since the world was first created They deliberately forget that God made the heavens by the word of His command. And He brought the earth up from the water and surrounded it with water. Then He used the water to destroy the world with a mighty flood. And God has also commanded that the heavens and the earth will be consumed by fire on the day of judgment, when ungodly people will perish. But you must not forget, dear friends, that a day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promise to return, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to perish, so He is giving more time for everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come, as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and everything in them will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be exposed to judgment." since everything around us is going to melt away, what holy, godly lives you should be living. You should look forward to that day and hurry it along, the day when God will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth He has promised, a world where everyone is right with God. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen— Make every effort to live a pure and blameless life, and be at peace with God. And remember, the Lord is waiting so that people have time to be saved. This is just as our beloved brother Paul wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him, speaking of these things in all of his letters. Some of his comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters around to mean something quite different from what he meant, just as they do the other parts of Scripture and the result is disaster for them. I am warning you ahead of time, dear friends, so that you can watch out and not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people. I don't want you to lose your own secure footing, but grow in the special favor and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be all glory and honor, both now and forever. Amen. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. The Book of First John. First John 1. John 1 the one who existed from the beginning is the one we have heard and seen we saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands he is jesus christ the word of life this one who is life from god was shown to us and we have seen him and now we testify and announce to you that he is the one who is eternal life he was with the father and then he was shown to us We are telling you about what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy will be complete. This is the message He has given us to announce to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in Him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not living in the truth. But if we are living in the light of God's presence, just as Christ is, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from every sin. If we say we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and refusing to accept the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from every wrong. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that His Word has no place in our hearts. 1 John 2. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if you do sin, there is someone to plead for you before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who pleases God completely. He is the sacrifice for our sins. He takes away not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And how can we be sure that we belong to him? By obeying his commandments. If someone says, I belong to God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and does not live in the truth. But those who obey God's word really do love him. That is the way to know whether or not we live in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Christ did dear friends i am not writing a new commandment for it is an old one you have always had right from the beginning this commandment to love one another is the same message you have heard before yet it is also new this commandment is true in christ and is true among you because the darkness is disappearing and the true light is already shining if anyone says i am living in the light but hates a christian brother or sister that person is still living in darkness Anyone who loves other Christians is living in the light and does not cause anyone to stumble. Anyone who hates a Christian brother or sister is living and walking in darkness. Such a person is lost, having been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you, my dear children, because your sins have been forgiven because of Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature because you know Christ, the one who is from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young because you have won your battle with Satan. I have written to you, children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you who are mature because you know Christ, the one who is from the beginning. I have written to you who are young because you are strong with God's word living in your hearts. And you have won your battle with Satan.
0: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: Stop loving this evil world and all that it offers you. For when you love the world, you show that you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only the lust for physical pleasure, the lust for everything we see, and pride in our possessions. These are not from the Father. They are from this evil world. And this world is fading away, along with everything it craves. But if you do the will of God, you will live forever. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming, and already many such Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that the end of the world has come. These people left our churches because they never really belonged with us. Otherwise they would have stayed with us. When they left us, it proved that they do not belong with us. But you are not like that. For the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and all of you know the truth. So I am writing to you not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and falsehood. And who is the great liar? the one who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Such people are antichrists, for they have denied the Father and the Son. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either, but anyone who confesses the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will continue to live in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship we enjoy the eternal life He promised us. I have written these things to you, because you need to be aware of those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you all things, and what He teaches is true. It is not a lie. So continue in what He has taught you, and continue to live in Christ. And now, dear children, continue to live in fellowship with Christ, so that when He returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from Him in shame. Since we know that God is always right, we also know that all who do what is right are His children. 1 John 3. See how very much our Heavenly Father loves us, for He allows us to be called His children, and we really are. But the people who belong to this world don't know God, so they don't understand that we are His children. Yes, dear friends, we are already God's children. And we can't even imagine what we will be like when Christ returns. But we do know that when He comes, we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He really is. And all who believe this will keep themselves pure, just as Christ is pure. Those who sin are opposed to the law of God. For all sin opposes the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins. For there is no sin in Him. So if we continue to live in Him, we won't sin either. But those who keep on sinning have never known Him or understood who He is. End of reading 2 Peter 1-1 through 1 John 3-6
0: Savior, oh, there is none like you. You're listening to the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. All of my days.
1: Beautiful song of worship, of praise, admiration of Jesus, the Messiah. And we always need to be reminded that He is the central character, the central message of the entire Bible from beginning to end. Every book points toward Messiah, foreshadowing in the Old Testament, predicting, looking forward to in the New Testament, explaining His life and ministry, and looking forward as well to that time when He will come again. He is the focus. He is the center of our hope, of our salvation. Both Peter and John are pointing this out so forcefully tonight. Why? Why is he so crucial? Because without Jesus, the Messiah, all that you have is another man-centered religious system. Whether it's Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, any other system, they are all simply man trying to live up to a list of requirements which we cannot do i don't care what background you come from you can't do it make up your own list of rules if you want and you won't even be able to live up to your own moral standards We are fallen, sinful, selfish human beings. We would never be able to find a relationship with him if it depends on us conforming to his holiness and his righteousness. That is why Jesus is crucial. He is the focus. And both Peter and John pointed out that if someone comes to you with another teaching, tries to focus on some other standard, some other criteria for the relationship with God other than faith in the person of Jesus and the finished work of redemption that he carried out on our behalf. It is deception. The other point that came out to me very, very strongly tonight in the passage, there is a warning of judgment. So many today doubt that God would judge. They either ignore it entirely or many even scoff and make fun of judgment. God cannot or would not punish them. I know God doesn't desire that. That is not his will that anyone should perish. But the word is clear. The Bible from beginning to end speaks that there will be a time of judgment. God will decide who has been made righteous by the work of Messiah or who has not. There is a clear warning that God did not spare the angels when they rejected him. He did not spare the whole world in the times of Noah when he sent the flood. He didn't spare Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't even spare Israel. He committed them to judgment based on their wickedness. There you have it. Very unique presentation tonight. Two eyewitnesses, two men who walked with Jesus the Messiah. They talked with him, they lived with him for an intense time of discipleship. Three to three and a half years of his ministry. The oldest of the twelve disciples is Peter, the youngest was John. And we heard from them both tonight. And they say, Jesus is Lord. They say that you need to be reconciled with God and that God has made a provision for your sin to cleanse your sin and then to create a new person within you. You will be rebirthed, born again into his kingdom. That is the salvation that he offers. Won't you receive his free offer of salvation tonight?
0: The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Soapy reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndale House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America and your financial support is needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, BibleLive.com.